Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Uh, number one. Uh, this Packers offense, I think, has proven time and time again uh, that they are going to be really, really good next year. Man, really good. And they're pretty good right now, as is. You know, Jordan Love's not turning over the ball nearly as much as he was earlier in the year. Uh, making better decisions, making, uh, you know, he's still missing some throws, I guess you could say. You know, a random throw out in the flat, maybe he underthrows or a screen pass or something like that. He may miss time and time again. Uh, but for the most part, He's making those throws when you need them. That bullet pass to Tucker Craft in that last drive, and he breaks, uh, you know, between two defenders. That's a hell of a throw, man. I, I don't care if that's Josh Allen, if that's Aaron Rodgers, whoever. That is a heck of a throw by a quarterback. And that was a great throw by Jordan Love. And even Matt LaFleur was giddy in the postgame press conference talking about how excited he was by some of the stuff he's seeing from Jordan Love. And to think he's doing this today, or on Christmas Eve, I should say. I, I guess it's technically not today anymore. It's Christmas Day as I record this. Uh, but without Christian Watson, without Jaden Reed, and Jaden Reed, you can argue, has probably been his best receiver to this point this year. Uh, and without Luke Musgrave, who's still out of that kidney issue, he's getting better, though. Now he's starting to catch the ball and stuff, so maybe we'll see him back if they get to the playoffs, I guess. Maybe sooner. I, I don't think so, but we'll see. Uh, and then you lose Wicks. Uh, to a, a chest injury of some sort. Uh, he said the ribs aren't broken. And we'll have to wait and see how it happens in the next few days. Uh, so you lose him too. And you make it work with a guy named Bo Melton, uh, who the Seahawks you know, had stashed over there that the Packers went and grabbed. And he's been doing really good things on the practice squad so forth. Uh, and you saw a little bit of it last week. And Bo Melton, again, breakout game a, a little bit here today. Four catches for Bo Melton on the day. But you got him out there doing his thing. I mean, just look at this. Four catches by Romeo Dobbs, 79 yards and a touchdown. Okay, fine. Right? I mean, Romeo Dobbs has been there all year. Tucker Craft wasn't doing much of anything at the beginning of the year. You get on the field, make a couple blocks. Outside of that, really wasn't playing a ton. And now, since Musgrave goes out, not only does, uh, is, is he playing a lot, Tucker Craft, but he looks like he's going to be as integral a piece to this offense as Luke Musgrave is at this point. Luke Musgrave is the guy that's athletic. Luke Musgrave is the guy that's going to be your pass catcher, right? Tucker Kraft was supposed to be that other guy that was going to be more of a pass blocker, maybe more like Mercedes Lewis or something like that, but not like Musgrave. Hey, man, I, I, he's not going to run as fast as Musgrave, obviously, at the end of the day, and I get that, but you, you want to start talking about having a dual threat uh, tight end position uh, in this league. The Packers may be able to put together something here uh, as scary as maybe what New England had back in the day. Uh, now, again, I, I'm not saying either one of these two guys are Gronkowski in his prime. I, I'm, I'm not going to go that far. We'll see. Uh, but if you take him and Hernandez, right, and you take these two, who else has had a better tight end duo in the NFL since those two? I, I don't know if anybody's had that that great dual tight end duo in the league since New England's had it. Green Bay is in a, has a legitimate chance to have two stud tight ends for the next, I don't know, five, ten years, whatever the case may be, in Kraft uh, and Musgrave? I mean, come on, man. That, that is 
that's some good stuff. And we can, you know, be mad at good and coons for whatever you want to be mad at good and coons for today. Every day it's something different, but maybe it's Joe Barry today, even though he has no power. I, I, apparently everybody says, but those two guys home run, these wide receivers really good. Now, do they draft a wide receiver? Maybe next year at some point in the middle of the draft or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe they try and get uh, another guy similar to the makeup of Christian Watson since Watson can't stay healthy. But outside of that, I, I think you're fairly set at tight end and wide receiver kind of going forward. Then the conversation was, okay, well, how about running back? What about it? Aaron Jones, again today, another big day for Aaron Jones. First time they got over 100 yards, 127 yards on 21 carries. Got the game ball from uh, Matt LaFleur after the game in the postgame press conference. Now, again, the problem with Aaron Jones is he hasn't been able to be available all year long. For the most part, that hasn't been an issue for Aaron Jones necessarily over the last few years. But the Packers and Aaron Jones have to figure out contracts and how this is all going to work if they're going to continue to ride behind Aaron Jones. It's definitely clear that people in that locker room love Aaron Jones. It's definitely clear he's some of the glue that goes on inside of that locker room, especially on the offensive side. So there's benefits not only him being on the field. with your, There's a huge benefit because his offense was built around him. Or if you go into the locker room, there's a huge benefit as far as what he does there too. You go back to when the Packers were losing and going one, two, three, punt, one, two, three, punt for whatever it was, four or five weeks in a row. Wasn't playing. He was hurt. And there was no coincidence that this offense got all screwed up because the offensive plan was to build around Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and the ground game. And that never got going because of a couple of factors. A, Jones was hurt, your best offensive player at that point coming into the season. Your offensive line was struggling mightily because you were without your all-pro left tackle. That all played into that stretch where they couldn't score in first half of games or whatever the case may be, and it took them a half to adjust to, okay, this is how we're going to have to play this game. Well, let's go see if our adjustments work. That's kind of what it was. I, I argue if Aaron Jones and David Bakhtiari would have been healthy all year long, all year long, I think this team would have at least three more wins. At least three more wins right now as we sit today. And this would have been a team still in contention to win this division from the Detroit Lions. Now, instead, Lions win the division. Fine. Uh, they get interception uh, you know, at the end of the game against Nick Mullins on Christmas Eve. And they went very happy for them. Very, very happy. I think I saw four people on that active roster for the Lions were even alive the last time uh, they won uh, a division back in the early 